Welcome to the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. The Sports Bros Podcast, by the fan, for the fan, talking sports just the way you like it. And without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. We smoking on that Joe Burrow. Smoking on that Joe Burrow. Yeah. Well, we're not smoking on that Joe Burrow. We're over here having fun at the Sports Bros Podcast because this is your favorite sports podcast, none other than the Sports Bros Podcast. We got a lot going on, so I'm going to stop rambling, and I'm going to get into it. Introducing first the almighty B-Live. What's happening? What's going on in the world today? Oh, it, it is amongst us. We are mere days away from Super Bowl 57, the Chiefs versus the Eagles. And I cannot wait. I'm going to get fat. I'm most likely going to get drunk. That's what you do. Watch a lot of commercials. Talk trash. Uh, wish my Panthers were there. NFL Network. Um, why you decide to put um, the 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 Broncos versus the Panthers Super Bowl on the other day just to piss me off? That's a, my bad, my, my bad. Um, I I know you got to highlight the past Super Bowls and blah blah. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. Things are looking up for my Panthers. We got a new defensive coordinator. I know I can ramble on and on, but you got to fit in the other guy. Go ahead and introduce the other guy and let let him sing to us if he if if he if he has a song on his heart. They yes, still, sir. They still could they still should have kept Steve Wilkes. And the other guy, he is the assistant athletic director at the Trinity High School, and also the H L L I C, which stands for the head lunch lady in charge. None other than the one. The only, the money man, Scotty D. I can buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand. Oh, I love me some Miley. I knew it. I, I love my, but did you guys see the uh, the 50th anniversary hip hop of the Grammys on Sunday night? It was I fantastic. Heard, it was heard, It was great. It was great. I heard everybody was on stage. You know, I do that thing oh. called work, so, you know, I don't be doing stuff. So It, oh. it was awesome. Oh. Okay, hold, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I... Um, so you, you're watching the Grammys. Is that what you're saying? You, you, you watched I watched that. I watched that part of it, yeah. I didn't watch the whole show because there's a lot of weirdness goes on in the green. A lot of a lot of goofy stuff, like like so women wearing flower dresses made out of flowers, and Shia Twain looked like Doctor Seuss. I mean, it was weird a, stuff. But but they is, said this they were celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop, so I did make it a point to watch that, and it was excellent. It was really is good. this is this the Music Bros podcast? I, I didn't know we changed our name. Like so, you just so you didn't watch the Pro Bowl, you didn't watch NASCAR. I didn't know. No Pro Bowl, no NHL skills contest. I did watch Duke, North Carolina. I did watch that. I watched a little bit of college Uh basketball. But, guys, I tell you what, I'm playing injured here. I was injured all weekend. First of all, I had a bad back last week because I I turned 50 and got old. That's what happens when you you get that. But also, I got a sty 
in my eye that's working its way out. It's no, it, it's it's like a little white ball. It's like it's like I got a Chinese spy balloon on my eyelid at the moment. It's it, it's it's very painful. So it was even hard for me to watch anything over the weekend. But anyway, I digress. Okay. I digress. All you, all you gotta do for that um for that balloon, all you gotta do is go um travel back to Myrtle Beach. They'll handle right. that balloon for you. <laughs> they will. Yeah. Myrtle Beach handled that spy balloon, did they not? God almighty, what is going on? We. <laughs> Eddie Cool Amtrak this thing because we are way off course. <laughs> All right, let's see. We got, way off course. Let's see. We got Grammy talk out the way. Me doing my <laughs> Pat Mahomes senior Joe Burrow impersonation out the way, and just like everybody else, we managed to squeeze in the Chinese um, spy balloon, aka the weather balloon. Uh, we gonna do something different, fellas. Guess what time it is? Whoa! Do, already at, at, at the beginning. We're going to do it at the beginning. Oh, oh. Here, oh here comes the wrench. Here comes the wrench. We're going to do something different. We're going to do something different. I'm glad you asked. And it's time once again for our favorite portion of the show. It is the choices of the voices. And with that being said, hey, yo, button, hit it. It's early, but hit it. Choices of the voices coming right at you. And now, our favorite part of the show, the choices of the voices. Once again, thank you to the wonderful and ever so lovely Miss Button for introducing our favorite portion of the show. You guessed it, the choices of the voices. You're probably thinking, well, did Eddie somehow, someway mix up the choices of the voices in the top of the order and he hit send and didn't go back? No, 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 no. This was pre planned and we was like you know what let's do something different because with it being the super bowl it fits with the show the beginning of the show with that being said scotty d what's the topic for this week's choices of the voices well we just simply asked you our fans our friends our followers to predict the outcome of the super bowl this week and a handful of you you did it. You, you 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 were able to narrow it down to either Eagles and Chiefs. Eddie, what did the people say? All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Rambus Evans, he says the Chiefs. All right. He says the Kansas City Chiefs. Mark Old says, I'm picking the Eagles to win because I won't be rooting for them. So I won't be rooting for them, so they will win. <laughs> Boy, what anyways. reverse psychology, reverse psychology. Yeah, Scott, I, did, I'm, did you say I'm something about that as well? Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I might use that. I might have to root for it because the last three playoff games I've watched, I rooted for the team that lost. So, huh? Doesn't uh, bode well for the Chiefs. <laughs> all right, you got you gotta love it. All right, we got Trina. Well done. See what I did there? She's rooting for the Chiefs, and she's rooting for Andy Reid, who's going to his fourth Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Good for good for old Andy. Yeah, good old Andy. I'm I'm glad he finally won one because he he was much more deserving of it. All right, we got Tom Wynn. He said if the Eagles don't cripple the quarterback, um, uh, like the last game, the Chiefs. All right, yeah. Brian. Yep, Brian Lovell. He says Eagles. Bad matchup for the Chiefs. The NFL is boring, and it should be the Bengals versus the Eagles. Eagles got you fly. Eagles fly. All right. <laughs> Our very own Hall of Famer, Uncle Max, says the Eagles, they are the more complete team. Both their defensive and offensive line will put them over the top. I also think that Jalen Hurts will add a dimension to the game that the Chiefs can't defend. Very interesante, Uncle Max. I want to say something to Uncle Max because there's been a lot of chatter 
online about Jalen Hurts. And a lot of fans, especially Oklahoma fans, are disputing the fact that he has Alabama ties because he this was at the infancy of the transfer portal and he transferred from Alabama because Nick Saban picked Tua Tagovailoa over him, won the championship, blah, blah, blah. So Uncle Max, he, he, has, he has an affinity for Jalen Hurts because he did go to Alabama. But can Alabama still claim Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts did, I believe he um, did get a degree from Alabama before he transferred. So there's a lot of things to factor in there. But I was just wanted to point that out, that there's a, there's a lot of chatter about that, especially between Alabama and Oklahoma fans. So interesting. That's going to be very funny. We got Craig Burns. He says, not rooting for either team. I'm just happy that one of those teams will lose, a.k.a. he don't give a damn, all right? Penalty boxes, you didn't pick a team. Uh, (laughs) Tony Bogan says, the Chiefs, Pat the Magician Mahomes will find a way once again. Rodney Bellman said, Chiefs, Hurts ain't ready. All right, then we got Joe Max Baker. He says, Chiefs will win narrowly. The Eagles struggled to put the Niners away without a quarterback, and the Chiefs have the pedigree. Next year, the Eagles will be tough. Right now, they haven't played a high enough high haven't played a high enough level to compete with this season Chiefs team. All right, so he's picking the Chiefs, but he says it'll be the Eagles next year. <laughs> yeah, got, got okay, him, right. He might be onto something. A smooth uh, Jr. You know what he says? You already know my pick: the Eagles. Yep, and we'll and we'll never hear the end of it, son. Never hear the end of it. Uh, let's see, Brian Lovell, did he come back again? I think he did. Okay, he 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 commented on. We had it on two different sites. Scott does it on his personal page, and then he commented also on um, our family page. So e- either way, he's picking the Eagles because he. <laughs> He, he's the NFL is born, blah blah blah, and he hates this game. He and still Eagles Bengals were a better matchup. Yep, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> we got it the first time, champ. All right, Randy Martin. He said Eagles for Terry. All um, right. I just want to mention. I'll mention that real quick for Terry. Um, a very good friend of mine here in the Fayetteville area. Um, Terry Faircloth. Um. He actually passed away a couple of weeks ago. He's very near and dear to the community. He's a diehard Eagles fan. And so that was the um, sort of more of a dedication. So Randy. Condolences. uh, Condolences condolences on that. All the way around. Condolences all the way around. That was my my dude. um, Part of Cape Beard is um, a charity function here in Fayetteville that literally a bunch of guys with just extremely long beards for no reason. But no, it's a very good um charity um here in Fayetteville, Cape Beard for anyone for any of our listeners if you want to contribute to them. Um they do a lot of things for veterans and um kids in the area and everything like that. So for uh, Terry Faircloth, man, we miss your brother. There were all condolences to you, Terry. And shout out for Faye, to, to Fayetteville for showing up here on the Sports Bros podcast. With that being said, Cleveland, where you at? Lorraine, where you at? Washington, Pennsylvania, where you at? Laura River, <laughs> Brooksville, where you at? Come on now. You know, don't, don't, don't let them out do you. Like my mom said, you ain't going to let them out do you? I just might, mom, because I ain't that competitive. All right, moving right along, we got Ramon James. He says, greetings. 
I have no dog in the matchup. He said he got no fight in the dog, and the dog no fight. <laughs> he said, <laughs> but I guess I would lean towards Philly. Uh, so Jalen Hurts gets one. I do like Pat Mahomes' father smoking that Joe Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> smoking that Joe Burrow interview. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say this on the air, and I don't care. I might get canceled. I, <laughs> Here we go. There's no. There's no way anybody. It, come on now. We've all seen Patrick Mahomes the second, the, uh, the quarterback for the come, Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. He is, yeah. he is light-skinned. Yeah, light yeah. And, you know, race relations, I don't care. His lovely, wide, beautiful family, they light-skinned and white-skinned and all of that. <laughs> his dad, you, there's no way his, his mother is also white. There's no way you would have pictured or heard Pat Mahomes Sr. You, you, there's no way you can picture that. There's no that dude is country black. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like yo, a professional baseball player too, mind you. But he might be. He might have smoked the one dude that ain't smoking. I'm in mean, there smoking on that gum barrel. I said, yeah. oh my! I felt. I was like, yo. That that is one of them uncles that put a carburetor on. <laughs> he he be sitting there. Boy, bring that car, bring that car down here, boy. You gotta bring that car down here. Uh, bring me a pack of cools. Are you smoking up? Oh, you smoking on that oh. Joe Burrow? Bring me some of that Joe Burrow. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he, he he reminds me of a shade tree mechanic back home. You know, he don't know nothing else, but he'll do it. Damn it, he'll fix your car for next to nothing. I told you about to take your car to NTB. They're gonna find all kind of stuff. I'm gonna give you what you need. Boy, look just hell, damn, daddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, <laughs> all, all that fun stuff. All right, all right. We got Jeffrey Lewis. He says, "Hi, everyone. As much as I like to get Philadelphia, I think Kansas City has the super team mentally, and excited to see everyone show up." And last but not least, I talked to him this morning, Reese Jenkins. He says the Kansas City Chiefs. He said I can't go against Patrick Mahomes, and I can't stand Eagles fans. The last time I met an Eagles fan. We were dancing on the dance floor, and she wound up in the walls of Jericho in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> what? He said, "Yeah, he that yeah he 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 said that he said that." And I remember that night, be like, we were there. I was, I was three sheets in a pillowcase in the wind, but I remember that night. I Reese, do not. How? We we How? were we, we were we were How? there. We were there. He was he was dancing with the girl. Next thing you know, I blinked. Uh, he had her in a wrestling move, and then like he had her like in the walls of Jericho, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not that drunk. I'm not that drunk. I you can't know what? be that drunk. <laughs> you know what? I, you know they they have a saying: don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that smooth, clean alone. All right, cool. That oh, oh my lord. All right, I was there. If I guess. Oh, you were there. But I really wasn't there. I guess I was there. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. <laughs> yeah, like like I like I said, I was three sheets, a king size comforter, and a pillowcase in the wind. Gone. I, oh, oh, I'm I'm surprised I remember that. But anyway, for, go for ahead. Any, like, for, for any of our listeners that have grown up with this, the early to mid two thousands for y- your boy and the HLC were interesting. To say the least, boy, oh, Scotty D. I don't, how did you even put up with us? Because we, I know we were yeah. a handful. 
Uh, because the the red cup I was drinking out of was not soft drinks. That's, that's <laughs> you, but you were not that when you were working. <laughs> right? Yes, I was. I was hosting karaoke. I was working, drinking a red <laughs> cup that appeared to be Coca Cola, but was not. <laughs> Exclusive. That's how. That's how you survive karaoke nights, uh, and they get long. So, hey, special special those bad karaoke nights. What some people gonna say about? <laughs> Yeah, you just can. Let, yeah. Just, just to let y'all know, that's how I survive my karaoke nights now. <laughs> no, oh, no doubt, no doubt, about, no doubt. About. Oh boy, is this a conductor? Is this a conductor? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about sports, guys. Let's get back to it. <laughs> we are way off the rails, but wow. um, the reason why um, um, we decided to do the choices of the voices beforehand is because that is our lead topic of the top of yours. It is the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, and we want to hear from the people first, and then we're going to chime in with our answers. I think I think that's how that's how we want yeah. that's how we want to do it. Scotty, that's D. how we're that's going. Yeah, that's how we're doing it here. You, you with um, the man with the master plan, talk to us. Who you guys? Well, I the Eagles look awfully good in their last couple games, so I'm picking the Chiefs. Uh, I just. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> Well, the, you know, the Eagles, they played really good against a Giants team that was not able to beat them out of three attempts. And they beat a San Francisco team that didn't have anybody on the roster capable of throwing the ball forward. They couldn't complete a forward pass. They, they had nobody. It was a depleted team. So Philly, I think, was not has not really been tested. And I go back and I look at the Philly schedule, and I don't see a whole lot on there when it comes to beating good teams, the the best teams they beat were Detroit. And that was week one before. De- I mean, remember Detroit at one point was like one and seven. They mm-hmm. were terrible out of the gate. Jacksonville, they beat in week four. They were terrible at the beginning of the season. They got better down the stretch. Uh, they beat the Cowboys in week six with Cooper Rush playing quarterback. Listen, I'm not saying that the Eagles aren't good. You're not going to be in the Super Bowl by not being good. I just don't know that they've been tested and pushed, whereas this Kansas City group collectively has throughout the years. They they have a couple, you know, they have some weak wins on their schedule this year as well, but a battle against the Bengals was pretty impressive to get to get out of there with that win. <laughs> and they've been to the Super Bowl twice before this group. The, you know, a, a big part of them, the core. The most important one has, and that's Patrick Mahomes. And I, I think that the Eagles defense will keep this game close, but if it's close coming down the wire, I have to bet on Patrick Mahomes. I just, I just do. I just, I, I think him and Kelsey as, as proven in that Buffalo game last year, when the, when the score was like 102 to hundred or whatever it was, those guys with the game on the line can just really elevate to a point that the Eagles have not experienced before. That's what I think. If the Eagles win this game by 30 points, I, well, I'd probably be a little bit surprised. But I, I won't be surprised if the Eagles win. But if I have to pick, and I do because that's our show, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes in a close game, and that's how I am. That, 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 that's, that's the route I have to go. Be live. Talk to me. Uh, um, this is the way I'm, I'm going to go at it. I'm going to go a different route because I feel like at the end of the day, um, both teams have definitely, they deserve to be here. The Eagles yes. were the best team in the best division um, all, um, all year. So they were the best I'm NFC gonna, team. They really were the best yeah. NFC team. 
And and also you can't you can't really discount the the Cowboys, um, the Giants, and the the um, Redskins, no name football team, Commander Piglets. Um, can't, can't really can't really um, discount them that much. Here's where I'm going to say I'm going to lean with the Eagles, and here's why. Kansas City is going to be um, outside of Marquez Valdez Scantling and Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes is going to be throwing the ball to Justin Watson. Okay, I understand you don't know who that is. Maybe. Ooh. Exactly. Um, Sky Morda, he, he he's your kickoff specialist. Um, and third on the death chart is a guy by the name of Ty Freifogel. Who? <laughs> I he's 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 just on their death chart. I don't know if he's actually going to be suiting up, <laughs> but yeah, there's a strong possibility. McCole Hardman's already been scratched. He's on the IR. Kadarius Tony is questionable, and Juju um, Schuster is also questionable. Um, if those guys are if those guys are questionable, they're playing. Uh, that, it's, that, a, that's, that's a Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. That playing. doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be a hundred percent. They're also uh, who is this time of year? There got to yeah. be defensive guys that are not hundred percent either on the Eagles. I mean, and Patrick Mahomes is not a hundred percent true. And the Eagles lead the league in sacks. This could easily be Chiefs Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Where Patrick Mahomes was running, running for his life, and he can't even run that well on a bum leg. It could True. easily be that, and that's I think that's where it's going to be. Patrick Mahomes has a way; he's magical, but I just uh, I don't see it. I really, don't. I, I agree with all that. You could be. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised all if you're right. You're right. His weapons are down a little bit too, and he's and he's injured. I I agree with that as well. They just they just reactivated Clyde Edwards Hilaire from right. injured reserve, so he will be there for the. He'll be suiting up for the Super Bowl, but it, every indication that'll, shows that'll that he's you. not one hundred percent either. But they they're scraping. They're literally scraping yeah. at this point. So I just think it's just a little too much to overcome. I think. Eagles are the Eagles are hungry. I guarantee you there will be a lot of blitz. But are we are we overlooking the Chiefs defense though? I think but it's not necessarily overlooking them. But I just we're not, think that we're not factoring them in as much. It seems like the main factor that everyone's talking about is Eagles defense against Chiefs offense. But yeah. is the Chiefs defense better than we're giving them credit for? I mean. They they held Cincinnati down pretty well a, a couple weeks ago, and Cincinnati just had just put what like forty on the board near nearly against Buffalo the week before that. But that's that's a pretty good offensively stacked team in Cincinnati, and they well they scored twenty or whatever it was. It was low. It was a low scoring mm-hmm. game. And that's what I said. This Super Bowl most likely will be a low scoring affair. We're gonna be watching some commercials, getting getting a few chuckles in, and be like, "Come on, I need a big play." But at the end, yeah, I just I think it's just a little bit too much for the um uh for the for the Chiefs to overcome. I think Philly, um, Uncle Matt said it well. I think offensive defensive lines for Philly are better than the offensive defensive lines of Kansas City, and that's where it's one. It's one in the trenches. I'm going with the Eagles as much as I do not ever want to agree with Jr. Smooth the Star Walker. I, this is this is me being non biased right now. 
I wouldn't mind if they lost because Eagles fans are terrible. But I'm just, uh, I, I, I digress. I'm just, I'm going, I'm being practical right now. So I'm going, I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles by 10. Eagles by 10. Oh, a significant number. Double digits. Eagles by 10. Uh, that leaves me the host. Break the tie, Eddie Cool. Break the tie. I'm going to have to say the Kansas City Chiefs because, um, I don't. I don't want to say like experience because it wasn't too long ago that the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. So, but as far as like performing under pressure, I would have to say you know you got to lean towards Patrick Mahomes. And also, what I've been telling people all week long, they say Eddie, who you who you pick and why? Patrick Mahomes lost Tyree Hill, you know, to Miami, right? The names you mentioned earlier. For wide receivers. Let's check out Sky Moore for a second because he's a rookie and he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he just got here. Juju Smith-Schuster, who they turned loose in Pittsburgh. Marquez Valdez, I want to catch it. I don't want to catch it. Oh, my God, I'm by myself, Scantling. And then they picked up Kadarius Toney. So to work with that all throughout the season to get to the Super Bowl, man, I'm going to say, I'm going to have to say, you know, I'm going to have to lean towards Kansas City because if he did that with three, you know, average wide receivers, Travis Kelsey with a bad back and on one foot, I'm going to have to roll the cheese, man. I'm going to have to roll the cheese. And I'm just looking on the Beach Report just now. And speaking of one of those wide receivers, Kadarius Tony, he says he's definitely in for the Super Bowl. According to Beach Report, Kadarius Tony, uh, with an ankle injury, say he will suit up for the Kansas City Chiefs on it, Sunday. Like Scotty D said, uh, of course he, of course, questionable means they're playing. Yeah. Questionable also means that they're not a hundred percent. Yeah. You can have all the feelings and all the emotions in the world, but mm-hmm. if you can't step on that ankle and um, run your routes like you want to, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if only there's some medicine, some kind of shot or something they could get <laughs> just to numb it up for maybe three or four hours on Sunday. That's all you really need. Hopefully, uh, hopefully somebody thinks of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's gonna be, that, that, that tip is going to be put into use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heavy use, heavy use. So shout out to everybody for their participation in this week's Choices of the Voices. Scotty D, what's on tap for next week? All right. We're working backwards this week. Uh, so next week i'm going to ask you and this is going to segue into our next topic what athlete either currently or at some point in the past did you just get sick of got sick of seeing their mug and all their drama on tv the constant and and i think you guys know where i'm going with this next guy who was in the news once again this past week and for some reason was given his way once again. So that's going to give us something to talk about next week. You might want to talk about the guy we're about to talk about, or we can move on to an, some other drama, dramatic athletes who, who you get just get sick of hearing about. But that's what we're going to talk about next week. Eddie, who do you want? Who do you think we're going to talk about right now? Well, after we come back from this little small break, we're going to talk about the newest member of the Dallas Mavericks. Hi, Reed Irving, and from the looks of it, B-Live is, as I'm looking at B-Live, he can't see me. He looks like he's chomping at the bit. He looks like he has a lot to say. <laughs> With that being said, um, Choice of the Voices next week. Coming right up, Kyrie Dallas. 
He's going to get one of those Southside Shag haircuts. I can see it now. Matter of fact, somebody just sent me a meme. We'll be right back here at the Sports Bros Podcast. Back at you again here at the Sports Bros Podcast. This be your boy, Eddie Cool. And um, before we left, we mentioned about players that you can't stand, that you're tired of hearing. You don't give a damn. It don't make a damn bit of difference. Uh, B-Live kind of rolled his eyes earlier. And um, gentlemen, let's go ahead and dive right into it. That damn Kyrie oh. Irving is gone. He's gone to uh, Dallas. He got traded. He finally got what he wanted. After playing some pretty decent basketball and then the Nets not being able to come to a, a deal, he said, you know what? I want to go elsewhere. I want to go elsewhere. All right, fellas. So what you be live? I want to talk to you first. Winners and losers of the trade, or who won, who got holes. Do you really give a damn? What's your thoughts? All right. Let's let's start. Let's start with a couple things here, real quick. When, when, winners of this trade, of course. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and put out there is the Brooklyn Nets. They're, 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 they're finally done with this charade. They ain't got to deal with even trying to sign them back or anything like that. They got some key pieces, and they'll be able to build in the future as well. I think they, I think that they weren't going to win it all anyway. Just, I mean, they were doing well, but it's Boston is Boston and Milwaukee, um, and even Philly. They, they're just the cream of the crop right now. So let's just throw it out there. Just get get rid of him. He wanted out. Just, and they, they got some pieces for them. Losers of this, the Mavericks, what are you thinking? What what are you thinking? Like, let, let's start first off. Do you have just to t- take a wild guess out of everybody that plays basketball in the NBA, out of everybody that plays basketball in the NBA, who handles the ball the most? Who has the ball in their hand the most? Point guard. But I don't know. I'm talking about the 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 player, the player that holds the ball the most. This has been tracked. The player that holds the ball the most out of all of the players in the NBA. Take a wild guess. Since, I mean, there are context clues. Uh, is is Kyrie not the answer? Kyrie is not the answer. Then I would say LeBron. Nope. Hmm. Luca Doncic. Uh. He, he holds the ball the most out of all the players in the NBA. The, oh, this is gonna work out great. Exactly. Uh. Ding ding ding. What who thought this was a good idea? Kyrie Irving has not, nor has he ever been an off-the-ball type of player. And you think he's going to start doing it now? Just in, in okay. Not only did they send away draft picks from twenty seven and twenty nine, like two thousand twenty nine, the kid that they're going to get drafted for the um the um the Brooklyn Nets, the kid's in middle school right now, but it's okay. <laughs> That's how these draft picks work. But unprotected draft picks, and you do realize that Kyrie Irving. Isn't signed after this year, right? Yep, they said it, it was kind of like a um, a wait and see deal. If, if I'm, if I can, if, if so, you trade away your future for somebody that you're not even sure is going to be there next year. Makes zero sense, zero sense whatsoever. But you cannot depend on Kyrie Irving. Like he wasn't happy in Cleveland winning championships with LeBron. 
He wasn't happy in Boston being the leader of the team with all of that talent. And now he's not happy in Brooklyn with arguably one of the greatest pure scorers the game has ever seen in Kevin Durant. And they're playing well. They're, they're, they're one of the best teams since in the league since the beginning of December. They've been one of the best teams in the NBA. I don't get it. I, here's, I know exactly why. I, I know exactly why he did it. It's because Brooklyn said to Kyrie Irving and what every other NBA executive should say to Kyrie Irving, we don't trust you to sign you after this year. Yep. We don't trust you. So... And here, and I, man, when I tell you, I've been, I've been, I, ever since you let me know about this, Scotty D, I've been, just, I've been, I'm like, this got some somebody tell me something. Why is this a thing, and why did Dallas jump for this opportunity? And on top of that, just the fallout from it, Kevin Durant has to be just like, dude, I came over here because I had, um. James Harden and Kyrie Irving coming. Now it's just him. Spencer Dinwiddie is actually a really good ball player, so I'm actually interested to see that and see how he comes up. I want to see that. I think uh, addition by subtraction may work out in Brooklyn's favor. But um, the one that I love the most, the one that is in his his fields, is a lot of people's greatest of all time, the GOAT LeBron James. Maybe it's me. You know why? It is you, LeBron, because you leveraged the Lakers' future. And Rob Polinka allowed you to do it. Kept trading off pick after pick after pick, young player after young player after young player to get Anthony. Oh my God, my neck, my back, my neck, and my back, my ankle, and my kneecap at double AARP, Anthony Davis <laughs> and Russell West Brick. Like you sent all of your um young talent. You leveraged the Lakers' future, and now they didn't even have the picks to even even say, oh, man, we want Kyrie, we want Kyrie. And LeBron James finally tweeted and finally realized and is in his feelings, maybe it's me. Yes, LeBron, it is you. You held the Lakers hostage, and now their future is just done. Like, you could play your heart out and heart of hearts out. You have no supporting cast. You have no death. You're bottom of the barrel. You did this, LeBron. I'm sorry. You did this, and you finally realized it. I could go on for days. So let me get, let me get, go ahead. It's got be. I know you have a lot to say about it. You brought it up. Let's, well, now now that you brought that part of the topic up, I'm going to slightly disagree on that because I I, I don't think the uh, I don't I, I don't think saying it was me, it must be me, whatever it was that LeBron tweeted, is the reason why Kyrie didn't end up there. I heard two. Th- well, I heard one thing actually was that the owners of Brooklyn didn't want to send him there because that's probably he wanted to go. So they just wanted. To, they said the Lakers were offering a similarly uh, competitive package of two first round picks, and but I think it's not LeBron. I think it's Westbrook. I think Kevin Durant may have stepped in and said, "Don't you dare bring that dude back to me." I left. Oklahoma City where I was beloved to get away from that dude kind of like a wife it's a matter of husband you ever want to see me <laughs> naked again you ain't doing this you ever want to see me wearing this uniform again you better not even think about bringing Westbrook back 
but I can, yeah, I can see that. I can. There see could that. have been there could have been some rumblings about that. Yeah, you know, and you know, Kevin is an ultra sensitive guy. Yeah, and, and on top of that, I bet money, and I heard that too, where they didn't want, they don't want Kyrie to be happy, so they're not going to give him his trade request to the right. team he wants to go to. I, yeah. I agree, and I love when top executives are petty. That is pure yeah. pettiness, and I love it because yeah. Kyrie Irving does not deserve. He has put Brooklyn through hell. That's hell. The thing. He got exactly what he wanted. He wanted to go to Brooklyn and be the star and pair up with Durant, and they gave him that. And then they gave him a coach, and he said, well, we're going to kind of let him be part of this. We're going to kind of coach ourselves. Remember that? Whenever yeah. Nash first got to mm-hmm. town, it's like, well, he's going to be in on the decision-making process. Like, he's not really the coach. And then he uh, just didn't show up a couple times, and he'd be upset about a social issue and decide not to go to work, and then he was constantly hurt, and there was the anti-Semitic remarks. This is always something with this guy. It's always drama. From Dallas's perspective, I think they felt, let's roll the dice it's worth shelling out a pick if we can go all in and get a title this year. And if we don't like the way things are going, maybe the risk was worth the reward. I don't know. Mark Cuban's a pretty smart businessman, but I think he's also desperate to get another title back in Dallas. From it's it's a it's a it's a huge price to pay if you extend him. Now I don't know if maybe they had a some type of agreement saying there is going to be an extension in place, but I wouldn't extend this dude. No, this guy, not, this guy, not even close. It, it, a guy of this talent should have the entire league knocking on the door to try to get him into town. And that's really not how they said there was like three teams that wanted him. And, and those teams all had a little bit of leverage because if you're the Lakers trying to get him, you know, you have LeBron and Kyrie has already said, I messed up when I left Cleveland to go on my own. I should have stuck with LeBron. He's already said that. So that might be the one person he could play with and have a little hint of humility, possibly, maybe. But the fact is, this team, like I said, they were the they had one of the top three records in the league from December, beginning of December till last week. It was seemed like things were finally paying off. They were gelling, and all of a sudden. This guy who might be the one of the worst teammates of all time comes out. Now he wants traded from the team that he went there to in the first place. And you know what? Brooklyn didn't bat an eye. They said, yup. Yup. I don't care. We've been that good in the last two months. Yup. Here you go. Give me a couple of picks and take him. I didn't think it was going to happen that quickly. I, don't know. I thought nobody wanted them, but no, they, they would just shoot. They, I thought, they, I thought was Brooklyn quick. was going to call. Very quick. I thought Brooklyn was going to call his bluff. I thought that this was going to be more of a, uh, I want extended. I want more money. And if you're not going to give it to me, trade me by the deadline. That's kind of what I thought. I thought this was more of a posturing move when I first heard this. I did not expect Brooklyn to jump at the chance and they jumped quick. I think it's smart for, I think it's smart for the Nets. Addition by subtraction. They get, they get, they get picks. They got, they got two quality players. That they can do some damage. I don't think, again, it's one of those things where they didn't have a championship caliber team to start with. So let's get some picks. Let's, Durant will still be there. He's still got three more years in his contract. Durant's still going to, Durant is still going to ball. And now, now it's just a matter of just put, put a couple pieces, get a little draft mm-hmm. pick here, get some youth behind it. 
and um, see what they can do. It's going to be still a little bit of an uphill battle, but Dallas, what? What are you saying? Rolling the dice, giving Lucas something, I guess, but it's going to be very interesting to see how they play together. They're still not going to win the title. This is just a... Window dressing, a put on, a what the hell's going on? Oh, I got some news for you, fellas. While we were recording our first segment of Choices and Voices of the Sports Bowls podcast, um, KD's teammate, Cam Thomas, a few nights ago, he went for 44 points. Guess what he did tonight? He went for 47 points tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need you, bro. So and the babies are growing fangs out there, and there's another another monster to bite. And hey, good. You know, I, I hope this works out for everybody except Kyrie. I, I do. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to tell you, every time I turn around, I'm just over here like, what? It's always like, how, how can I? I'm going to go ahead and put this on gallery view because I want you all to see this. You know, you know, we, we have our groups of friends of people that we deal with, you know, on a regular basis. There's always that one friend or that one person that you know, they always, all ne- it never fails. They always have something going on. It is, I, I, it's, it's like, you look, you look like, man, it is always something with you. It's like, how, how, how do you always, how, how do you create, you have to create some of these scenarios. Yeah. Like, they just don't happen. You created it. Not yeah. My bad. Yeah, you, he, Eddie Cool, you 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 absolutely right about that. He's yeah. exhausting. He's exhausting. And that's what we're going to talk about for choices of the voices next week. Other guys that are like this, we're just we're just we're like throwing our hands up because we know this dude's talented. We know he's fantastic. He's exhausting. I'm sick of him. All yeah. right. It's I I don't I don't know who's more exhausting, him or a possible answer for the choice of the voices, Antonio Brown. Did you see his latest thing now? <laughs> <laughs> Always something. Apparently, I saw some on Instagram. You know, I don't know how true it is. Um, apparently, he said James Harrison was wearing a helmet that was loaded, and James Harrison gave me CTE. Oh Lord, for the love of God, Antonio! Are you Brown. talking about his own his own teammate? Yes. I, 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 so so almost so, oh, cut for real. I'm so, <laughs> he is he is dangerous. He's the AB is dangerously close. But Kyrie Irving absolutely is the newest yeah. addition to my penalty box. Permanent. My when it comes to my penalty box, my penalty box is permanent. And I don't name them, but I'm gonna name them just for the viewers so they know. Robert Kraft, permanent penalty box. <laughs> Urban Meyer, permanent penalty box. Kyrie Irving, permanent penalty box. Sick of you. Don't want to talk about you anymore. Those three that shall not. Be named. There it is. So I'm, th- I'm, I'm thinking that Kanye West, Antonio Brown, and um, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, they should all be, they should all be yes. friends. Because, 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 because yes. at least you know who are they gonna blame for their downfall. You said this, you said that. Hey, you know what? You all said it. Damage. You all did it. Like three, three nut bags. It's like every time I turn around, it's always something like, it's what, what's the, <laughs> what's the old sign at work? It's like days without an incident. Zero. <laughs> yeah. 
Just erase it. Here we go again. Hey, hey it's gonna oh. get it's gonna get to the point. Just take the damn board down because it, it don't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Uh B Live, you are on LeBron James uh 38k March uh drive. Matter of fact, shout out to B Live for those awesome graphics. I was thoroughly yeah. entertained. So, so B Live, we had third what 36 30, points? 36, 36, and I believe um the um they're headed. It's to, it'll be Tuesday, the seventh. Let me see who who they face. Is it? I think it's um, OKC. If I'm yeah, not OKC. mistaken, yeah, you said OKC. Was it OKC? I believe. I, yeah, I, I didn't make. I believe it's OKC. Let me get my life together. Um, Thirty-six points left to catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So LeBron James, right now, ain't the time for you to be doing all this crying, bro. Because yeah. he also posted. Yeah, what did he posted something else? Um, I can't even remember at this point in time because he, he getting on my nerves too. Like you're literally about to be have the all-time scoring record. There is a whole host of fans that consider you the greatest basketball player of all the you know what it was? You know what he was crying about this time? What was he? Oh man. man, I wish I could do regular things like go to Target. And do all these other things. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a public service announcement. I understand that at the end of the day, we all bleed red. We are all human beings. I'm gonna say this as loud as I possibly can. I wish I had your talent and your ability, and just I understand more money, more problems, but just get. You know what? I'll help you out with that, bro. You just say, I will put my cash app, the dollar sign, the almighty be live. If you want to come off of that, since all of this money and fame is burdening you. Burning. I, 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 I promise you, I will help you with that. Jesus. He's literally, like, here's the thing. I can understand. I can understand this mode of thought and everything during the beginning of the season. I understand that because still haven't gotten there. But you're literally the entire world is watching you right now. I get it. It may be a little bit overwhelming, but dude, you you you're literally about to be the highest scoring basketball player in the NBA history. It's LeBron James. Go yeah, all the this all of that stuff. Like I I don't want to say he wishes he could get a target. He wish he wishes he could just go walk and do normal things. Without being approached and stuff like that, and I'm over. I wish I could. I wish I could star in Space Jam too. I just we all have wishes. Just come on, like I, I just wish I had a commercial. Like, dude, I, I wish I could take put, my talents to South Beach. Say, put the phone down. <laughs> put it down. Put it down until at least when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has even swallowed his pride and was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be there." Because he does not like LeBron. Just let it be out there. He does no. not like his antics. And I can see why. LeBron, just, man. I yeah. even, like, I I want to I believe in you. Like, I want to make, sometimes I want to make an argument for you being the greatest of all time. Because people say I'm hating. And I be hating all the time because I say Jordan is the greatest of all time. But you keep doing stuff like this. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're, you're making the argument for me, bro. Dude, just come on. You've done great and amazing, wonderful things. Like, I don't think he's going to pass Kareem at um, OKC. So the next game will be against Milwaukee. So 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he makes it happen. I have no idea at this point in time. But LeBron, just stop. Just put put social media down for the next couple of days. Yeah. I guarantee you there's enough people around you that will cover your every step. You don't have to. We don't like it's one of those things. There may be people out there, oh, woe is LeBron. He's going through so much. It's such a threat. And I'm a, I'm a, we are big advocates for mental health, but maybe, just maybe, you, this is, this is not, I, it can't possibly be helping your mental health by tweeting about your feelings. You, I know there's a therapist. There's something, dude, talk it out with your therapist behind closed doors, come back out, ball out, get this, um, get this record. And then that, after you get this record, maybe some of the, some, some of come off of you, you won't make the playoffs. We'll still talk trash about you. It is what it is. Then <laughs> you won't really talk about you that much. But you now you want to play with your son. You've already destroyed the Lakers franchise. These, my bad. You know what? Be live. Bring it back in. Yeah, be yeah. Be live is yeah, going. We, we we got an epic ass be live rant going on right now. Be live. I I appreciate that rant. I'm not going. <laughs> so it just it, it's irritating. It is very irritating to see like. And because it's one of those, ah, I understand. Because it's a lot. It's, it's yeah. a lot. It's a, uh, it's a lot for him to handle. I get yeah, it. It's pressure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I look. Hey, I look at it like this. That's why you don't post every damn thing on social media. All right, go find your therapist. Go talk to your couch. Go do something. Or you know what? You could be like Scotty D and talk to your couch and tell one of your friends, and then you come up with a podcast. It's like this. <laughs> Right, Scotty D? Ain't it how it came, all came about? That's pretty much the truth, yeah. Scotty D said, hey, so, these, he said, these couch cushions couch aren't talking back. Oh, my God, Scott, I'm scared. <laughs> I am scared. What are we going to say, Scotty D? So, I, I, I've, I, you guys know I've been a lifelong Laker fan. And you also know that I am not the biggest LeBron fan. And my Laker fandom has been a little bit um, watered down the last couple of years. Uh, due to you know, I, I I've told you this before. I, the the current NBA product to me isn't as fun with all the three point shooting and and the tra- constant traveling and and you know and such. So, but but I I have to take a step back and look at, uh, at what LeBron's about to do. First of all, I think on Tuesday night LeBron's getting this record. I think he's going to put it to bed just because he really wants to. I think he wants to get that goal, achieve that goal at home, and. It's attainable. I mean, if there was something, was it like three weeks ago where LeBron had was playing? And I, I forget who he was playing. Forgive me for botching this story, but I know that he had, there was one team that he had not scored. It was either 40 or 50 points against in his career. I think it's it was 40 Clippers. points. It was the Clippers. 40 it was points. 40, it, right. it was the Clippers. I know exactly what you're talking about. And he got it that night when they played him. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like he, he set out to do that because a thing was made about it. Like I had no idea that happened yeah. th- that was going on until that morning. I saw an ESPN and then the next day I saw LeBron got the 40. So he, he achieved that goal. And I think part of the Tuesday night deal is I think he's going to want to achieve that. He's going to want, he, he might go for 40. You know, I think he's going to be ultra focused. The crowd's going to be buzzing. Like you said, cream will probably be there. The media is going to be hot. I think he's going to want to do that rather than drag it out. So I think he's going to, it's going to be a classic LeBron scoring fest game. Um, once he hits that mark, I don't think anybody's ever catching him. 
I think this this is a record that I at one point thought was out of reach. I thought maybe the mailman has an outside chance of it. Carmelone got to second, but he never really got all the way into Kareem's neighborhood. To me, I'm astounded because I watched LeBron from the beginning of his career. I remember watching him in high school and going back to the 80s. I watched Kareem play his final season and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar means a lot more to me than LeBron James does. So seeing a Lakers all-time record being broken by another Laker, there is a lot of significance to that. And, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, his name always kind of get pushed back a little bit when it comes to the greatest of all time discussion, because he was a big man, didn't have the flash and flair of a Jordan or a Kobe or some of these or LeBron, some of these other guys. But you could always point to that and say, yeah, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scored more points than anybody. He's the all-time scoring leader. And now that's going to be gone. In LeBron's defense, I, I have given him a hard time. The guy has never been really a problem, per se, as far as legal trouble. or right. He's always, he's always yeah. been a charitable guy. He's been somebody you can look up to and respect. And... It, with him, it is what it is. You know, when you're that good, when you're that great, you're going to be ridiculed. You're always going to be people that are going to hate you or find things wrong with you and magnify those things. So having said all that, I, I actually think this is a really, really significant thing, a very cool thing to see happen in our lifetime, especially for me, having been a Cream fan and now watching this guy's entire career. And I don't think we're going to see that again. This LeBron started when he was, what, 18 years old? Yeah. And now you're not even getting that anymore. The guys coming out of high school now have to play year in college or overseas or whatever. And Le for LeBron to be that healthy to achieve that, and he still has some tread on the tire, he's going to put this record so far out of sight no one's ever going to sniff it again. And to that I have to say, I got to give the guy some respect and love for doing that. And I hope on Tuesday night I see him get to do it. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you don't see it on Tuesday night, um, 10 o'clock on TNT against Oklahoma City, you will have a chance to see it Thursday night at home against Milwaukee Bucks. On TNT. Yeah, it's going it's going down within the next it, two it, days, it, but It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Scott. If, if, when you put in that perspective that 36 points, you can see it. You can reach it. Yeah, it was, it's right it's, there. It's it, it almost in... Ferdo, don't 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 get don't jump on my back when I say this. It's almost like the Kobe Bryant's last game. Yes. It was one of those things. He's going to get the too. ball. He's going to get the ball. They're going to get him the ball. They're, they're almost going to force it to happen. Which is it, 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 that I know that's going to be just hey, oh, I know that's probably weighing on him and all this. He's going to be. He's going to have the point record and everything like that. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was really, really good, both in college and the pros. For him, like that skyhook was unstoppable, like yeah. literally unstoppable. And but in that, and it's one of those things that this doesn't take away from Kareem's greatness. He still also has six titles, and he, even though he's not discussed in um, a lot of the go talk, he still is my goat. I I mentioned MJ a lot and everything like that, but. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar overall, college and pro, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Nine titles, mind you. Like, UCLA was ridiculous. Three yeah. straight titles, yeah. college, then comes in pros and does it his rookie season, and then his last, like, it's... It, He's probably the greatest college player of all time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, that's why. And, and imagine this, be live. If Kareem had been in this era, LeBron would probably be three or four years away from catching him because they'd have been doing right. that in the pros rather than in college for three or four years. Yep. Man, oh man. So Scotty D's always there to put things back in perspective for me. So I appreciate that. LeBron, I apologize, but quit crying. Quit crying. Quit crying. <laughs> quit crying, man. All right, I'll, I'll I'll go to Target for you. I'll just send me send me your your <laughs> black Amex card. I'll go to Target for you. I would I will I will do all you like. I, you can live vicariously through me. You know that's what I'm. That's what we're gonna do, LeBron. You can live vicariously through me, bro. Hey, I'll I will I will I'll I'll take some of your money. I will hire some people to follow me all the way through with cameras and everything, paparazzi. And you know what? I'll even I'll even go to the barber and get my hair cut about um three four inches back. Don't <laughs> do that. Don't do that to yourself. Oh man, let me get this. Let me get Speaking this. Speaking from experience over there. Oh boy, let me get this thing back on the track. All right. And with that being said, <laughs> that was a great segment, fellas, talking about LeBron James and everything that he got going on. Coming up oh, next, man. we're gonna get the hell up out of here. It's gonna be a round of pepper coming right at you right here. On the Sports Bros Podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, let's bring it home with a round of pepper. All right, you heard the woman. It's time for us to get what I call the hell up out of here and go home. But before we go. A round of pepper. You know how we do it. Three topics, rapid fire style, connoisseur are not really here to engage, enlighten, educate, and entertain. Straight that grinder, get that grinder together. The pepper grinder, that is. I see where your mind's at. You, you, you got dirty minds out there, all right? And I'll go first. On this day in history, back in 2010, all right? I forgot the number of the Super Bowl, but it's XLIV. Was that 54? It's going to be 54 today, all right? Uh, in Sunlight Stadium, Miami Gardens in Miami, Florida, the Saints beat the Colts 31-17, to and Drew Brees is the MVP. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's the Super Bowl where Prince was singing Purple Rain and it rained, right? Was that uh, Super Bowl? That was, um, um ooh. let's see, um, 2010 Saints, I have to look that one up, I I'm I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain because I remember it rained. Well, it rained. What? Because 2009, that was when Katrina hit and everything. They that's what made the Saints win the Super Bowl. That, that was 05. Katrina was 05. 05. Okay. Yeah. 05. And what, which which one? Okay. Okay. You know what? Pay me. Pay me no attention. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 2010. All right. So uh, yeah, it was a pretty good game. Devin has to return to uh punt. I'm going to return, return to kickoff, and it was Rex Grossman's only Super Bowl. And everybody knows that Rex Grossman did not lead the Bears to the Super Bowl. It was that defense. <laughs> Over to you, Scotty D. Bears and Colts. That was the one that was in New York, I believe. The, uh, the only cold-weather outdoor Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Bears and Colts. <laughs> yep. Won't do that again. <laughs> Shouldn't have been done in the first place, honestly. Perfect. Nope. Uh, well, uh, we didn't mention this because it happened a little over a week ago, but uh, what was the name of that, Eddie? What was the name of the quarterback for the Buccaneers that just retired? Oh, Tom Edward Patrick Jackson Burrow. 
Mahoney, James, <laughs> Lawson, Buble, Marriott, Nemo, <laughs> Saul. And anywho. Hell. Hell, <laughs> that guy. I'm running out of That guy, okay. okay. <laughs> well, he uh he retired last week, and there was a lot of debate on whether he really meant it this time or not, because it was a making fun because he had done it before and did he really going to retire? And the answer is he is finally retired for good. And I can tell you the reason why Tom Brady figured out that he could not beat the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. Oh, dear sweet mother. No, we're not doing and that. If you can't nope, beat the Cowboys nope, in the playoffs, nope, 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 why keep not, going? No, the Cowboys cannot beat anybody in the playoffs except Tom Brady. So why bother sticking around for that? If you if the Cowboys can't beat Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo, but they can beat Tom Brady, the time time to arrive from the sunset. Be live. Over to you. <laughs> we, we, we we made it through the podcast. I believe we made it through the podcast without mentioning the Cowboys. I think. Oh, we, we ain't done yet. We we got another another bullet in the chamber. So go ahead Jeez. and do what you got to do. How is it possible? Because I'm I'm still like burning we, up over here. I'm I'm bu- I'm bubbling right now. Go ahead, be like. We 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 mentioned the Lakers. I thought that was satisfy him at least. New York Yankees. Go oh. ahead, be live. There's <laughs> one more team, be live. There's one more team. <laughs> All right, you know, we were talking about people that irritated the crap out of us earlier just for their answers and things on, off the field, court, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's not too late, though. It's not too late, and I need somebody to reach out to him. John Morant, please, this is my first pepper point. Yeah, what do he do? Yeah, what do he do? Yeah, I saw, yeah, what do you do? Please let that life Go. If you if your dudes, if your brothers, if your homeboys, however you want to say your like all of that, if you if your if your crew, they still want to live that life. Leave them alone. You have two hundred million reasons to leave that life alone. What do you have to prove? Nothing. Like if you if you if you want to live that if you want to live that life you want to live that street life you want to live that about it about it life let me gain access to your bank account and I can alleviate you of all the reasons for you not to live that life why is you threat why is your people threatening the other team out while they're walking to the bus pointing lasers at them. It's reported now that the NBA has banned some of John Morant's friends from arenas because um, they were outside and they were pointing a gun at um, Indiana Pacers players and staff. They said there was a laser um, laser pointed on them and um, after investigating that, it most likely was coming from a gun. It wasn't John Morant that was pointing it, but it was the people that he was associated with. Let that go, bro. You could <laughs> ask Ray Lewis. Let it go, my goodness! Like, 
I don't understand it. I don't understand. I don't even understand it. And I'm broke. Like, I have every reason to, to go rob somebody right now. And cut up. And I won't, and I won't do it. You have, you have 200 million reasons to not live that life. Who don't is blow you, it. Who are you fronting for? Who are you? What? And whoever you, whoever you trying to impress, call me up. I will help you out with that. Because you know what? They ain't your people. Nah. At all. Let it go, John Moran. Please, somebody, be a big brother to John Moran. I, I, just hear my words. Stop it. Let it go. You got way too much to live for, bro. That ain't it. Eddie Cool. The ball. All right, with that being said, speaking of the great state of South Carolina, nice little segue there. You like that? You like that? Um, A.J. Green, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals and the Cincinnati Bengals, he said, you know what? After 12 years, I'm going to hang it up. A little quick story, fellas. Um, when I was living in Atlanta and working at the Cheesecake Factory in Alpharetta, um, this guy and his wife came in, and they were sitting on the patio, and they were the only couple on the patio. So I see this man and his son run up to him and talk to him and taking pictures. And I was like, hey, man, who are you? Somebody famous? He's like, I'm A.J. Green. And I was like, oh, you A.J., A.J. Green. Okay, because, you know, when you see football players, they got their helmets on and everything, right? So anyways, um, A.J. was real nice. Um, ate like six plates of food. Um, <laughs> his wife was beautiful. Got a, got a big old, got, got the rock of Gibraltar on her on her ring <laughs> finger. It's as big as all outdoors. And uh, A.J. was a real nice dude, man, real nice dude. Yep, he finally decided after 12 years, like, you know what? This is all I got. I ain't got no more. So it's time to hang it up. Uh, his last game, fellas, he had three receptions for 91 yards and a touchdown. Um, his include his career highlights include his career stats. Um, he caught the ball 727 times, 10,514 yards, and 70 receiving touchdowns. He was the SEC freshman of the year back in 2008 because he went to Georgia. Don't know why he went to South Carolina. Anyways, uh, second team all ACC 2010, second team, first team all ACC 2008 and 2009, um, two time. All-American in 2009-2010. Pro Football Writers Association All-Rookie Team 2011. Uh, Pro Bowl seven times from 2011 to 2017. And a second team All-Pro in 2012 and 2013. AJ Green, time to ride into the sunset and enjoy your life. Over to you, Scotty D. He was really good. He was yeah. very good. Yeah, Kind of quiet and underrated for a lot of his career. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... This is a segment I'm going to call the clown of the week. Oh. oh, I don't know. I don't know that it's going to be a weekly one, but this inaugural segment called clown of the week goes to none other than the owner of America's team, Mr. Jared Jones. Oh boy. Because I, I this guy makes a, he makes a fool out of himself weekly and he does it by speaking. And usually anything you hear after, I think that's when the nonsense begins. A couple weeks ago, he decided to compare Mike McCarthy to Tom Landry. Uh, I mean, right there, that's a, he, he gets actually, he, I'm giving him a retro clown of the week for having said that two weeks ago. But here's what he said the other day when talking about putting risks, uh, taking risks, he's, he compared the way the Eagles and Rams are doing business about putting everything out there right now and paying for it later which the Rams absolutely did. But what in the hell is he talking about with the Eagles? That's a young team that's getting 
kind of built together. They didn't go out and sign a bunch of free agents and mortgage all their draft picks. He, he didn't even know what he's talking about when it comes to that. Then, and he says he knows how to do that because, yeah, as general manager for the last 27 years, you've really done that. You've really emptied the bucket to get the Cowboys over the finish line. And after saying all this stupid stuff about taking risk and you cut open his heart and you'd see scars from the heart attacks he's had from taking risk. And when he says a lot of that dumb Jerry Jones stuff, he, he gets to the very end and he says this because he doesn't want to mortgage everything for just one possibly of one championship. Yeah, he likes the long term, the big picture. Here's what he says. We have been in the middle here for a few years, but I like where we are right now more in the middle. So in other words, he doesn't like being at the bottom of the draft where you get all the good picks or at the top where you hold up trophies. He likes being in the middle because who wants, who would like the Rams must feel really stupid having ridden that trophy around in a parade last year because they may weren't not have been good, as good the following year or next year. They got a parade, Jarrah. They got a trophy in the trophy case that's a lot newer than the one you got in 1995. But he likes being in the middle. And that, that's what you need to know about my agony and misery that's going to continue until this man crosses the Rainbow Bridge. Be live. <laughs> over to you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Money Man Scotty D with your clown of the week. <laughs> Scotty D's gonna make it on Jerry Jones obituary. <laughs> Leave him behind. They gonna, hey, they gonna, hey, they gonna let him do the eulogy. <laughs> he likes being in the middle, guys. He likes it. He likes like a damn oh. Oreo, like 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 a damn Oreo uh, a, a Oreo cookie. I like to be the cream frosted in the middle. Come on, Jerry. He just wants to be about. in the middle. Just in the oh, middle. speaking of mid, my second pepper point. Um, as um, some may have known, some didn't know that the um, NFL Pro Bowl has been transitioned to a flag football game and. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch it live. I watched highlights. I really don't know half of what's going on. They had three games or whatever. And the thing that would, threw me off was the fact that it was like first and mid, second and mid, third and mid. I'm like, what? and I was about to say this game is mid, as in, like yeah. this game is terrible. <laughs> if if y'all don't know that reference, don't worry about it. Take a trip to Colorado and you might learn about that mid. Hey, California. <laughs> Second and mid. This game is mid. But no, it gets better when it comes to the Pro Bowl. Because they have statisticians for the Pro Bowl. Why and for what? Statisticians. Yeah. Geno Smith led the way with 239 yards and five touchdowns. Tyler Huntley. Had 192 yards and four touchdowns. Kirk Cousins had 150 yards and three touchdowns. CD Lamb, the aforementioned Cowboys, had six catches for 102 yards and two touchdowns. First of all, is the the field is cut in half. Um, <laughs> the, so why are we why are we tracking this yardage and who's your flag football? In? Stop it! Stop! Just what they need to do with this Pro Bowl. Now I'm gonna suggest this a they need to put it two weeks after 
the Super Bowl so we can actually like celebrate what these guys have done and maybe they'll actually want to play and it'll be a nice little vacation for everybody. Or as opposed to having these quarterbacks and running backs and wide receivers that normally play this position, I would love to see a flag football game with the hog mollies, the offensive and defensive linemen playing I'd those positions. I'd, I'd yes. Scotty D, I, we know you're a cynic. That'd be terrible. The, the, I, exactly. Exactly. I would, I would not love, be I would love it, man. Yeah, what, do no. they, what do they say? What do they say on the replacements? You get a fat guy touchdown, you get a fat guy dance. Wait, come, man, you tell me. I'm watching that. Ugh. But yes, Ugh. side note, side note. I need to find that petition. Mama Kelsey. Yeah. Needs to flip the coin. Flip it. Absolutely. She needs to be the coin flipper, like wearing the double jersey that she normally wears. The um, Travis and Jason Kelsey, and this I'm signing up real quick. This is a little pepper. Did you know that Jason Kelsey actually saved Travis Kelsey's um college football career? Really, Travis Kelsey got kicked off on um, the team at the University of Cincinnati for smoking some mid. <laughs> And Jason Kelsey actually petitioned to the coaches to allow him to get back on the team, told the coach that Travis was going to move in with him to keep him away from the trouble that he was getting in. Wow. And, and the rest is history. So that is – so that, I see it. Lay off the weed <laughs> until at least it's legal. It's happening. It will happen very soon. But that 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 whole this whole pepper point was about me, except for uh, Mama Kelsey. Flip the coin, Eddie Cool, the ball. Mama Kelsey is great. She is absolutely great. All right, my third and final pepper point. I'm talking about me, King Forehead. Um, and yes, Whoa. I know. I, I know I, hey, I know I get to pop out of somebody. Anyways, it's it's not our brains. These foreheads. Um, <laughs> some of you know. Um. I go to high school basketball games via the radio station, uh, WOBL, WDLW here up in Northeast Ohio, uh, out of Oberlin, Ohio. And um, I also record footage. Of, you know, I get some game footage to help out with the social media and everything. And then also provide footage for I-90 Sports. But that being said, uh, this past Friday, I released my first ever, they call it a mixtape. I like to call it a a hoop tape, right? A hoop tape. I got some pretty good plays for some pretty good athletes uh, up here in Lorain County and, um, Thinking about dropping something uh this coming Friday too. If you like defense, you might want to tune in to the um I ninety um hoop tape promo. Uh but not a promo, but I ninety hoop tape, which is gonna be called the block party. Um shout out to everybody for the support. I love y'all, appreciate y'all, and uh yeah, that's what I got going on. So uh what I'll do is I'll provide the link where you can watch the first hoop tape and um enjoy. Over to you, Scotty D. Yeah, it was a very good job. We we uh be live on both commenting on how how good a job you did with that. Very nice. Thank you guys, you guys got a little bit of creativity going with the uh that, that I just don't have because I don't know how to do anything uh <laughs> with electronics. <laughs> All right, it's, I even call it electronics <laughs> technology. <laughs> electronics drive technology, if I'm not like it. Anyway. Why don't I feel stupid? Anyway, um, 
There's been some coaching hires going on in the NFL recently. Brian Flores just went to the Vikings as defensive coordinator. I think he's there a year, two tops before he's back in the head coaching chair. Yeah. Um, what what's the name from the Texans? Uh, D'Amico. Um, D'Amico Ryan's. Ryan's. For, yep. Yeah, went to the Texans, and a big story broke last week was Sean Payton going to Denver, and Sean Payton and Russell Wilson apparently are not getting off to a great start because. Nope. Sean Payton uh, has already said at a press conference that he doesn't know anything about having stuff go on like Russell Wilson have his own personal quarterback coach, his own personal coaches on the facilities, uh, his own training staff. He said, nope, that's foreign to me. Oh, I love that phrase. That's foreign to me. That sounds like Bill Parcells kind of talk. Uh, the tree of which Sean Payton was originally plucked. So Let's see how this plays out. You got a broken quarterback, a guy there to fix him, and already it seems like the parts might not be working. So that's an interesting story to watch. Uh, Jake Heaps, bad news for you, you uh, whoever you are, your quarterback <laughs> coach has no NFL affiliation. You might not be allowed in the facilities next year. Be live. Take us home. Uh, wow. That was, that was a beautiful pepper point. I read it. I read that. I laughed. I said, oh, this is going to be good. A quick shout out to Jiro Avero um, for the Panthers' new defensive coordinator. Uh, mm. So we, 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 we got some things going on. Maybe switching over to a 3 4 base defense in Carolina. I don't know how I feel about that. No, we'll, we'll see how it works out. Um, he was the Denver Broncos defense coordinator last season, and they actually offered him the job of head coach at um, Denver, and he said, no, I'm good. <laughs> I can see my brother. Oh. He looking at the whole Russell Wilson situation. I'm not about to hear it this mess. Nope. I ain't hanging with Jake Heaps next year. No, hang with Jake <laughs> nah. Uh, my third and final pepper point. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, I did a little research and um, realized, well, because this this a little backstory to this, that um, the PGA has a certain dress code where they um, golfers are actually not allowed to wear shorts um, in the PGA. That does not stand in um, live golf. You're actually allowed to wear shorts. There's a guy in particular that took offense to one of the um, PGA players attire this week. It's not because he was wearing shorts. They actually are trying to loosen up a little bit. But Phil Mickelson is a little bit upset because he's he wasn't allowed to wear shorts while he was playing in PGA. But now this guy is allowed to wear um, skinny jeans. Oh, and show off. <laughs> And I quote, I'm going to quote Phil Mickelson's tweet. I'm just going to go ahead and quote. The tour doesn't allow shorts, but does allow this week's leader to wear joggers with ankle socks, showing four inches of ankle. That's a great point. I'm no fashion guy. Never will be. But there are some things I won't ever understand. So I, I looked at the picture. And when he says, um, Joggers with ankle socks. They may, they, and we're talking about Sam Ryder. He's wearing skinny jeans. And he did look <laughs> stupid. To <Phil's laughs> I, 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 I was watching it. He did look stupid. <laughs> I 
thousand years. Four, four. I've never heard of it being four inches of ankle. We used to call them high water back in the day. We call them high. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we call them. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bill Nicholson like, yo, yo, so y'all, so you allowing them to wear high water? You, you, you can wear skinny jeans. That what we do? We wearing skinny jeans now on the on the beach. <laughs> With a pair of high waters on. What the hell? I know I'm older. I know I'm older. There's new fashion, new trends, whatever. I just... Somebody, any one of our listeners, you know what? I, maybe I'll ask Hunter. Hunter is Hunter going to be on the show next week? Maybe he'll understand. Yeah, I'm going to try, try to get Hunter on here next week. Yeah. I, why do... Like, why do... Like, I don't... Like, my ankles are ashy, bro. <laughs> Like it's like there's a lot. There's, I I go through it. I go through a bottle of cocoa butter of like I, I probably go through two bottles a month. Like this, this I got ankles in my Achilles tendon right now. Like I just cut my hand rubbing my Achilles tendon. Like I need them things to be covered. Like why is this? What is we? Going I don't understand it. I need I need all that to be covered. You got picked on at school. Having your yeah. ankles out now, it's fashion. Yeah. Now, yeah. oh, yeah, the, the article said fashion forward. He was wearing some fashion forward jeans. What, what, what the hell is fashion? going on? He looks stupid. He looks, he looks stupid. Oh, Eddie Cooper, this, 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 yes, sir. I, <laughs> I, Bill, Bill Mendelssohn basically said, What well, we all want to say is like, why yeah. he got his ankles out? What is this? Oh, well. Well, well, I got a pair of those um those sweatpants that's cuffed at the bottom, but you know mine look cool though. They look cool, you know. They they don't show they they don't show two thirds of an inch of um heel bone or none of that. So they don't <laughs> they don't do anything as far as that goes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another action packed episode of the Sports Bros podcast. I don't know what the hell to say about the last three minutes, but you'll love it. It'll probably be on YouTube, and that'll be another reason for you to listen to the Sports Bros podcast. We're on social media. Check out the links, everything, so forth and so such. And in closing, do something nice for yourself. And if you can, do something nice with someone else. They'll greatly appreciate it now more than ever. Be a blessing, not a burden. Ladies and gentlemen, cats, dogs, porcupine babies, this is this has been another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. Be live. Take us home. Yes, sir. I'd to wear John Daly's pants than to wear some nut hugger freaking skinny jeans with my ankle out. My, my bad eyes. His, his, his pants are dope. Well, just just don't be like well, whatever you do, just don't be like Tom Brady on Instagram posting thirst trap pictures in his drawers. Like, I, okay, I didn't need to know that. Just, I'm just, just saying, just don't do that. Y'all take care. See y'all. Sports Bros Podcast. We're out. We out for you. <laughs> yeah. Send help. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Hey, it's Eddie Cool here from the Sports Bros Podcast. And do you want some more of the Sports Bros Podcast in your life? Wait a minute, don't answer that. The answer is yes. And I know you want some more of the Sports Bros Podcast in your life. Do us a small favor. Go to the description box, click our Linktree link, and you'll see all the links on how to follow the Sports Bros Podcast. Once again, thanks for listening.